Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Valor Podcast for Sim Sports. I keep always changing the name for these because it really depends on what I'm feeling one day. One episode could be called Valorville, it could be Val Talk, or it could be just simply the Valor Podcast. I'm ValorX77, and today we're doing a shortened version of the podcast because this will be for the off-season task for ISFL Season 44's off-season task. S43 just came, S43 Ultimus came through, and we have a new champion. The reign of Arizona has officially come to an end, and a new team must rise to get to the title. And that team who got there was the Baltimore Hawks. Today I'm going to review how their season went and what challenge this they went through. So first things first, we got to review how they did. So the Hawks finished with the second best record in the league, having a record of 13-2-1. With an insane 7-0-1 home record, they did not lose a game at home. And a record of 6-2-0. Their conference record is an impressive 11-1. Their low loss came to Colorado. Uh, offensively, they have 497 points, which is the most points for in the league. By far the league's best offense. Uh, they're only five ahead of New York, who was the league's second best offense. Uh, defensively, they've allowed 327 points, which is the third fewest in league. Only the Silverbacks, aforementioned New York Silverbacks, and the Cape Town Crash have allowed fewer points. So let's go take a look at their individual stats here. So you take a look. Obviously, they have the most points-based offense. They have 31.1 points per game, best in the league. The yards off net, yards, 386.3 average. Second second in the conference, third in the league. I assume the other two higher ones are Cape Town and New York. Uh, rushing, rushing, they average 104 rushing, which is third in their conference and sixth in the league. And passing yards, they average 202.1 yards per pass, per passing yards per game. Uh, their defense has been kind of a mixed bag. Their points defense is very good. They've allowed 20.4 points per, which is one of the best. Then they've allowed, but their main weakness is their passing offense. They've given up the second most in the league, 289, but they're still winning games. So they started off the season with a five-game winning streak. Streak. The only game that they were close to losing, let's see here, was their closest loss was by 13, and that was the Cape Town. And they suffered their first loss of the season week six in Arizona, where they lost by two scores. They beat Chicago. Then they tied against Austin at home before going on a six-game win streak. And during that win streak, one, two, three, 
four of the games were one by one score or fewer. And then they suffered a loss on the road in Colorado by 10. So let me take a look at our team. So your passing leader for them is Preston Beats. Uh, 4,513 yards, 44 touchdowns. I'm not sure if that leads the league. Stats-wise, he, he had his best year yet, in my opinion. Although he threw, he's thrown for 5,000 yards before, this is his most efficient season. He's thrown the most touchdowns. He's thrown 10 picks, which... Is on the better side. His career highs. His it percentage is down. It's sl slightly up. But he's been able to do quite well. The only problem is. He's very fumble prone. He's six fumbles. And he has not a lot of sack. Uh, let's take a look. Among quarterbacks. He has the highest He's probably going to win league MVP because of higher pass yards and the most touchdowns. So, pretty good for him. Uh, let's take a look rushing stat-wise. Uh, you can see that Baltimore's got, guy is Apico. I cannot pronounce this guy's name. Archipelago. Archipelago is their leading rusher, 826 yards, 5.4 yards per rush, and four touchdowns, which is actually tied, which the, he's also the leading wide receiver this year. Because we go receiving stats for individual players. He is... Fifth in receiving yards, 1256. We almost had a 2,000-yard receiver, by the way, this season. So he's probably going to lose out that award. Still, 13.1 yards per catch, 12 touchdowns. Pretty good season. 2,000 combined yards. Probably could be a sneaky offensive player of the year favorite. Uh, also in that stat for leading receivers, Turnbull. Turnbull also had 1,000 yards and 12 touchdowns, so very efficient there. Maybe scroll down the list to their wide receiver, Bree. Jay Money, four, five, so pretty solid on the list. Uh, let's take a look about their defense, defensive players. So for Baltimore, you're you're leading tackle. So let's see. For sacks. Uh Bruce Buckley led the team in sacks with 18, which is tied for the third most. Uh also, let's see. Your ant leader for Baltimore this season is Chapman, who has five interceptions. Uh your leader in forced fumbles. Is hammer by far with six. We cannot check fumble recovery because that's hard for tackles for loss. Uh, but guys, it's Buckley again with eight tackles for loss. Total tackles. Once again, that is Chapman. 
pretty good team-wise. Oh, yeah, we could check by team, actually. So, for Baltimore, your fourth bubble recovery leader. Although it shows an offensive player, it's a tie between Buckley and Hammer. Really one of your best defensive teams out there. So, now we're going to go to the playoffs. I've only for eight minutes here. Anyway, we'll just go through who made the playoffs and who didn't. So Baltimore obviously was the number one seed by a comfortable amount. Then we have Cape Town Crash, 12-4, right behind. Then we got a giant mess at 8-8. Eight and eight. By a .4 tiebreaker, the Colorado Yeti got into the playoffs as the final seed. The Berlin Sarasota just missed. All three of them are 8-8. Eight and eight. Sorry for yawning. I often do that. Yelena 7-9. They were just terrible against their division, which probably was the reason why they didn't make the playoffs. And the worst team in the conference-ish, the Chicago Butchers, who has the second-fewest points scored and second-most points allowed. Over on the ASFC side, the team with the best record this year was the New York Silverbacks. This team seemed like they were basically immortal, too. They were basically reverse of Baltimore. They never lost a game on the road. 8-0 on the road, 11-1 conference record, and they've won nine straight. And they've had the second fewest points allowed and second most. Then Arizona, 8-9-7. Honolulu eight and eight, Austin seven and one, Orange County seven and nine, San Jose six and ten, and the team with the worst record this year belongs to the New Orleans second line, who were one a dreadful one in fifteen. To make things worse, last season, for this team, their only win came against Arizona. If you're wondering, in overtime. They almost finished. They were close for finishing 0-16. Which is a bit insane to think of. Okay, now we're going to go for the playoffs here. So, Baltimore got a bye anyway. So, but let's pretend they didn't. So, first round they went against Berlin and they won 51 51 or 2 20. This game was not close. It was a blow. They dropped. Beats was 26 of 46, 341 yards, four touchdowns. With 100. And, I, went one, I was only stacked once. Pixis led in rushing 110 rushing yards, 6.9 receiving. Your leader was Apicala. Archipelago led in receiving 117 yards. One TD, two touchdowns for James for money, one touchdown for Turnbull. Also, Archipelago also had 39 yards on the ground. Uh, defensively, two sacks from Hammer, one pass deflection. Buckley had one fumble recovery. Gunf Walter Gunther had a forced fumble and a pass deflection. Huckabee had a pass deflection and a pick. 
Buckley had a pick, but it was also returned for a touchdown. Winfield had four pass deflections and a pick. Muddy fumble, but recovered. Penalty-wise, no sacks allowed, and only two penalties their entire game. Time of possession, 34-30. They literally had control this entire game. Although, they had more yards offensively. Uh, more points offensively, which I think is quite strange. And then they moved on, and you saw that it was going to be Cape Town as their opponent. And they knew this was not going to be an easy game. So they had to go to their defense once again. Once again, Beats didn't have much of a good game this time around. They knew this was going to be a low-scoring one. And they also did a very good shot of shutting down the league's top run game. Uh, Beats had 26 45, 278 yards, and a pass rating 76.1. Oh, it looks like my dog is paying me a visit during this podcast. Archipelago had 122 receiving yards. Moreau also had 111. They really gashed Cape Town's second. Throughout the game. No turnovers it looked like. Uh, the only turnover was a fumble it looks like. And that was by. And that was Cape Town. And that was. Uh, who fumbled that? Hammer did force Jarrett to fumble. But it was recovered. But Fontaine did actually make some. I don't know who fumbled that ball away. You can't. I think you could pull up. You used to be able to read the play. Yeah, there's play by play. It would show up in red. There's. It was a strip sack. So Baltimore was moving on to the finals. On the SFC side. New York took care of Austin. Arizona barely beat Honolulu. So now we go to the ASFC title side. Arizona was leading 13-3, to but then a comeback. We get 5-0-3. Frank Duke gets a touchdown. And what would be a dagger is during Winter throws a pick six. to Bonzi Buddy, which would turn out to be the game winner. Evan, so New York kept their streak alive, and now they were going into... And this game was quite a defensive battle. The game started with the... Was when Bertle Homecomesby picked off Falco and got a pick six, Baltimore's up. No score in the second. Third quarter, 
another field goal makes it 10 nothing. Fourth quarter, New York gets a touchdown, a field goal, but it's too little too late. As the team's special teams came in for the win. Uh, sorry, that's also my dog. I can't control the mic. So if you hear him barking in the background, I kind of have to talk over him. So two more field goals by Baltimore gives gives the Hawks the championship and ending New York's 10-game winning streak. Stop it. Uh, Beats did not have a very good game. 12 of 26, 146 yards in a pick, but was sacked five times. Archie Piccolo, 7 66 yards, adding with 50 yards receiving. He was the key reason Barber's offense was going. Macmur had one extra point good, good, perfect for 20. For 50 plus, he did miss one. Also, another reason why New York lost, they were hit with bad kicking. Had could not hit from anything beyond 40, 39. Two missed field goals from there. Uh, by, but by far, your best defensive player was Bruce Buckley. 10 tackles, two sacks, a fumble recovery. But you also, you got to mention Hawkinsby with five tackles, two pass deflections, and a pick six. So. Baltimore's by far TPU wise the best team in the league. Um, the question is coming: uh, Is Baltimore going to be the next super team like Arizona? Um, to be completely honest, um, the reason why Arizona was able to sustain that success for so long was because they were able to have nobody leave and were able to quickly replace players. Pretty much convince every free agent to go there. So, basically, if you're a bad team, you got to make sure you have your core stick together. Because if you have one player leave, that's going to be disastrous. And it's going to take probably a few seasons to find an adequate replacement. Also, good drafting helps, too. So, anyway, I think Baltimore probably gets one or two more championships. Really, the only threat they have is Cape Town. Cape Town, New York. In conference, it's Cape Town. The other conference, it's New York and Honolulu, in my opinion, are the biggest threats in that conference. So, yeah. Baltimore, I think a new big four is forming in the league. We got Baltimore. We got New York. You got... Baltimore, New York, Honolulu, and Cape Town. Pretty much, that was dark era SHL style thing where if you weren't on those on a big four team, you were not winning an award. Oh, and you were not getting a championship either. So, hopefully my advice to, uh, if any GM is listening to this, My opinion, you got to make sure your core sticks together and be prepared. And don't moan about any setbacks.
So anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this and have a great rest of your day.